Welcome to The Ether. Today is Wednesday, April 6, 2022. This episode of The Ether is brought to you by Orbital Command, a community validator on Terra dedicated to educating, expanding, and promoting the lunatic community. Take advantage of their Terra Luna Intel report on Telegram, which brings you the hottest news and updates on all things Terra each and every day. Find it using the link in the show notes. You can also support their community efforts by considering them next time you're delegating or redelegating your Luna. Find out more at orbitalcommand.io. This episode of the Ether is also brought to you by Luart. Luart is the first gamified NFT platform built on the Terra network. Luart provides a seamless minting and trading experience all while earning you rewards just for being a user. Be sure to follow them on Twitter and join the community in the Discord server for the most up-to-date news and announcements regarding all the hot new NFT launches, platform upgrades, and new projects hitting the secondary marketplace. Are you ready to put your helmet on and join the movement? Find out more at luart.io. TerraSpaces appreciates the support from all our sponsors. Today on the Ether, Prism Updates, an AMA hosted by Rebel DeFi of Orbital Command. Let's take a listen. Hi guys, really excited for this um, space with Prism, Hyperion, and I think Ryan coming on. So hopefully they'll join us soon. And then yeah, we can find out a bit more about what's going on in the land of refraction. Anna. Yes, sir. So I was just going to mention that P Luna, man, I'm excited for being able to do some trading in one planet for the Prism NFTs. Awesome. Well, maybe you can fill us in a little bit more about that. You were talking to Jimmy, weren't you, recently? Yesterday, yeah. Yeah, he came on the round table or one planet. Um, but yeah, essentially, you know, if you participated in any of the phases for Prism, um, you're going to be able to use P Luna, right? So the goes to add utility for P Luna. Because in, in comparison with Y Luna, right, um, with the Prism farm, uh, Piluna, it's kind of like the forgetting ch- child, but uh, yeah. So one planet is going to be able to allow um, users to 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 trade, to essentially mint, to buy an, an the Prism NFT with Piluna. Okay, and is this a special NFT just for people that participated in the launch events? Right, exactly, and so that's where the Galactic Punks came uh, in with the assistance there as well. They helped create that NFT. Okay. And what are these NFTs ready to go? Yeah. I mean, um, so there was a post back in, I think it was still February or maybe January, where they shared what that NFT is going to look like. It even has like a, a noise to it, a sound to it. Wow. Cool. Maybe I'll find it and I'll pin it over here. Yeah, man, that sounds good. Looks like Hyperion has jumped on on the Prism account. You got Ryan here. Hey, guys. Hey, sir. 
How are we today? Good, good. Yeah, yourself? Another happy day in Terraland. Yeah, well, not in real land. We didn't get much sunshine today in sunny England. Yeah, it's been absolutely belting down. We had thunder, thunder and lightning earlier in London. I'm just going to get Mr. Refractor up. So, yeah, it's an, it's sort of an, an important day for Prism or important night in the UK. Um, the Prism from the Prism Farm event should start unlocking tomorrow. Is that right? How's it going? Sorry, I was just uh, putting on the headset. Hi there. How are you doing? Not too bad. Thank you, sir. How are you getting on? Yes, not bad at all. Yeah, full time crypto and quite enjoying it. So, yeah, <laughs> get to talk to the likes of you guys. It's brilliant. Exactly. Exactly. It sounds very good fun. So, I mean, you've been on so many Twitter spaces that we don't, I think we can maybe skip introductions and stuff and just get straight to questions. Is that all right with you guys? Yeah, very, very happy to. I mean, it's a, um, I guess it's a very interesting time for, for people at the moment who've been following Prism. So I think it's, uh, appreciate you guys hosting this. And I think it's, you know, opportune because I think there's a lot of things that people, um, you know, are asking questions on and looking for more clarity on. And so, uh, you know, happy to happy to help with that. Awesome. Awesome. And we've got Finn recording for Terra Spaces. So anyone that's not able to join us live should be able to listen on catch up. Thank you, um, Finn. So, awesome. Just just to kick things off then, Mr. Refractor, I am, yeah, two months really since the launch. Do you want to sort of fill us in on how you feel things are going with Prism? Yeah, I think um, I, I think like overall we're we're you know we're very happy with how things have gone. I think we launched um, during a very weak time for Terror Alts, and I think there was you know understandably people were people were very reticent about uh, you know participating in a new launch methodology at a time when. Um, you know the the I, I don't know like the zest for terror alts was was maybe a a kind of nadir. So uh, you know it, it, it's as a result of that it's uh, you know the people that that were believers at the beginning and and got involved have have you know had to, uh, you know hopefully enjoyed the ride. And I think and I think it's meant that we as a result have had you know maybe really strong hands holding this that understood the fundamental value proposition of it, um, you know, in a time when the market wasn't, uh, wasn't performing its best. And so overall we've, um, you know, I, I think TVL growth has, uh, been really, really strong and having over 5 million Luna now, I think, I think is great. I think we uh, are hopeful there's a lot more to come, but I think, uh, Ryan was, was, Telling me earlier on that we've had over ten thousand wallets um, refracting so far, which is, which is amazing because we want everyone to give it a go, even if it's just trying it out with a you know a, a, whatever is a, a tiny amount of Luna for you, um, just to test it out and and see how it all fits together. Because I think learning by doing is is the best way of getting involved in these things. And then I think you know, the one thing that's made, maybe surprised us so much is is how much of the PRISM has been staked. I think it's over 87% now of all PRISMs been staked. And we're seeing a huge amount of that put into this 
AMPS contract that we have that's that's giving people boosted yield in the farm and, and rewarding the most loyal um, ex-PRISM holders. So all in all, you know, it's it still feels really early and it still feels kind of like we're coming out of the, you know, almost like a soft launch phase. And we're starting to look forward to other things that we have on the on the roadmap. Now we've launched with our lunar perpetuals. So yeah, it feels it feels in a good spot. You know, really helpful feedback that we've had from from the community. I think we've had a really good dialogue in Discord and, and Telegram and taken on board a lot of the feedback, um, particularly with web app design um, and things that people would find useful. So hopefully all good. I mean, you, you've been following it closely. Hopefully, hopefully you feel the same. And I know you've given us lots of helpful feedback as well. So uh, so yeah, feels like we're in a good spot. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it's great fun using Prism. I just did a little bit of refraction, not refraction, sorry, bought some more Prism just before we started this call and um, did the, the Prism X Prism ARB, which I'm finally starting to understand. I think that's really cool. And maybe that's something you can sort of talk on a little bit later. But we, we've got loads of people in this call. So if anyone's got a question for any of the Prism team, feel free, just put your hand up and we'll get you up. And while we're waiting for people to come up, we can maybe talk about some of the things that are on your roadmap. One thing that I'm quite excited for are these limit orders. Do we know when that might be coming? That is uh, very, very, that is the next thing on our roadmap. So that is very, very soon. We are um, in the final stages of testing that at the moment and hoping to have that live. You know, I'm reticent to to pin an exact date on it, but it's going to be, it's going to be, a matter of days slash you know slash a week or so so then you'll be able to you know we started seeing some some funny wicks and stuff like that um on on prism today and i think uh, i definitely think people were excited about the possibility of being able to leave limit orders out there to uh, take advantage of those so that's going to be that's going to be very very soon um and it's the next thing on our roadmap. And then apart from, you know, also apart from that on our roadmap, we have um, LP refracting. So we're going to take Astropore LP tokens and split them into a uh, the yield and principal component of that. So you would be able to take something like the, I don't know, say the Pylon um, UST pool LP token and be able to, if you held the YLP token, you would get um the amm fee so the fees that are generated every time someone swaps on that pool and also the liquidity incentives so the pylon liquidity incentives and the astro liquidity incentives so um so that's that's something we're, we're working on at the moment i think you know it's probably not uh, probably a bit of an alpha leak but i think we are we've had some really exciting conversations with people about what we're going to implement for you know implementations for p luna and now we've launched v1 uh you know v2 for us is is about giving p luna the uh governance powers that we um you know telegraphed in or that was telegraphed in the white paper or the light paper and so what we're going to be doing is uh enabling people to um you know effectively pledge their p luna in a, in, a, in a similarish mechanism to how we have amps and earn governance power over uh, over the you know now five million and hopefully a lot more in the future luna that we have in the vault so as we get more and more luna the value of these uh, you know the governance power of p luna 
um, controlling that is going to be is going to be hopefully pretty powerful. And at the moment, you know, the the governance power of one Luna uh, only costs you say a fifth of the price of uh, a fifth of the price of that Luna. So that's something that's uh, soon on the roadmap as well. And then we're looking forward to also refracting governance tokens. So uh, anchor governance token, astro governance token, um, mirror governance token. So, you know, uh, probably starting off with the largest ones and, and working our way down. And then we also have uh, maturing assets on the roadmap. So we are, uh, yeah, feels like there's, there's, it's it's a nice position to be in where we have uh, lots of lots of different things on the roadmap, which I think should hopefully, you know, the end result when we try and when we try and prioritize what's on our roadmap, the focus for us is what is going to generate most revenue for X Prism holders, and so trying to uh, trying to work backwards from that, and I think that's that's the way that we're prioritizing at the moment, and I think. Some of the stuff that we have on our roadmap should should be very very uh, value accretive. Hopefully, I love it when you say that word. Yeah. So I mean, as an ex prism holder, that sounds like music to my ears. So yeah, brilliant. Um, I finally got in my head around refracting Luna, but um, yeah, when it comes to refracting LPs and refracting governance tokens, that um, I think is going to require a whole load more work to understand what's going on. Um, for small brains like myself, anyway. Um. We've got years up with a question. Years. Hello, Over mate. You. How are you? Hi, how are you doing? Not too bad. How about you? You all right? Yep, we're good here. Good man. Um, I just got a quick question for the team uh, to do with the oracles for P Luna. Um, have they got an ETA on when they might be live? Because <clears throat> I don't really uh, want to potentially sacrifice. I mean, you could phrase it as. IL. Um, I don't really want to sacrifice any Luna and get wrecked on my way from swapping P Luna to Y and back. Um, so I quite like to keep hold of them, whether I can borrow against them um, or something of that sort um, until they really sort of gain some more value. Um, so just like to get an idea of the uh, roadmap, if you like, for just the, the P Luna alone. Yeah. So um... A couple of things for P Luna. So, once we enable the ability for P Luna to um, effectively control the voting of all the Luna in the Prism Vault, that opens up the possibility for P Luna to be revenue generating in a similar way to um, Curve is generated. You know, vote locked Curve is generating on Ethereum because people may be interested to. Um, effectively rent your voting power or bribe you for your voting power. Um, bribing sounds like a dirty word, but really someone would just say to you, well, look, if you, you know, we will pay P Luna holders X amount to vote yes or no to um, Y proposal on, uh, on, you know, with Luna community funds. So that will also make your uh, P Luna revenue generating potentially without you taking any IL risk. I think for in terms of oracles, so there's multiple different protocols that are going to need oracles for you to be able to lend and borrow your P Luna. Uh, that is going to be Edge, Mars. Uh, there's some interesting things happening with Nebula that are also going to rely on oracles. So it's it's definitely something that's 
I guess, uh, front of our mind at the moment, without getting too granular about it, you can have spot oracles, which are things like uh, band protocol or PIF network, um, or you can start using slightly time lagging oracles like the Astroport um, TWAP, so time weighted average price. So it, it, at the moment, we're just trying to focus on finding what, what's going to be the best fit and get not only PLUNA, but all of our tokens, um, you know, the, the most utility throughout DeFi. And so, yeah, it's, it, it's, definitely, it's definitely something on our mind to make sure we do that. And then in terms of, you know, you make, you, you make a good point about LPing. I think obviously a lot of people on Terra have some battle scars from uh, LPing with Luna before when maybe the price of the asset that they were um, that they were pairing the Luna with was maybe slightly higher than uh, or, or, or was at, at a high level and actually came, you know, obviously that asset came down a lot. And as a result, people lost a lot of Luna through impermanent loss. I definitely think that for when you're L, when you're LPing, if you like the price of your P Luna and you like the price of the other asset that you're pairing it against, then there's definitely some really interesting opportunities there to be to be effectively long both of those assets and also picking up all the AMM and swap fees along the way. So obviously, when you're pairing something versus UST. Uh, you don't have to worry too much about the price of fifty percent of of what you're putting in the pool because it's UST and it's you know it's not going to move. Whereas here you're obviously pairing P Luna with Prism, and you should you should do that or, or that would make sense to you if you like the price of both assets and you think both assets are going to go up. And I think there's some people you know I, I, Sefi's on here as well I, and he's um, you know he's posted. Uh, some helpful stuff on this, and I think there's some people that have been very successful doing that. And being a P Luna Prism holder has has uh, or LP holder has been good. So it, it's interesting. I think at the moment, you know what what P Luna really uh, a lot of people are holding onto their P Luna because I think they obviously want to make sure that they always have the opportunity to merge back. I think as we start seeing price, you know, price volatility move around a bit more on Luna itself, I think we might start seeing more people use P Luna as a trading asset and try to opportunistically range trade with P Luna, um, whilst knowing that they always have their Y Luna earning yield for them. So it's it's a risk appetite thing, but you know, to 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 your point, definitely doing things like oracles. Um, and all the other steps to increase the utility of P Luna and all the assets in Prism is something that's very important and something that we're thinking about. Awesome. Well, yeah. Cheers for that. Appreciate you going through it in uh, pretty uh, good depth. But yeah, I guess I'll mute myself and kick back. I have something very. Time, yeah. Hey, gentlemen. Thanks for the question, yours. And we've got Zeus up with a question. Hey there, gentlemen. I just have one small bit to add here. Uh, I noticed recently by having P Luna in my wallet, I was actually subscribing to Coin Hall's subscription. So uh, just by storing P Luna in your wallet, you're actually um, subscribing to Coin Hall. If you didn't realize that, and you can go look at Coin Hall and see what your subscription is yielding. <laughs> so it's sort of like a, a nice, yeah, yeah. nice gift I wasn't aware of until a little while ago. And you actually get a reduction in swap fees and some other stuff too. So check it out if you have P Luna. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We we have. Um... Coin hauler, one of the validators for our um, for Prism, and as part of you know something we're doing 
with all our validators. So all the validators that we have uh, that have initially been chosen are all performing uh, helpful value add services for um, Prism holders and, and, and the protocol. And so, yeah, CoinHall, as you rightly put it, I think maybe, maybe you know, we, it's been communicated a bit, but not widely enough, is that CoinHall are one of the validators that we're using. And as a result of that, um, yeah, we, we reached an agreement with CoinHall that um, your P Luna would, one P Luna would give you the rights of one whole state Luna when it comes to CoinHole's uh, subscription program, which obviously gives you reduced fees and allows you to see much more transactions in transaction history, um, et cetera, et cetera. And then on top of that, uh, you know, we're also partnering up with CoinHall when we launch this limit order functionality and CoinHall are gonna be initially allowing you also to enter your orders for Prism Swap on CoinHall's interface. And in the future, um, our limit order functionality is going to be rolled out for other DEXs. And so you'll be able to use CoinHall to uh, leave limit orders using our Prism limit order contract on Astroport or um, TerraSwap or, or Loop. So you'll be able to you know, leave. It won't just be Prism assets. You'll be able to use the limit order functionality for and you'll be able to do it all via CoinHall as well. So yeah, that's a, that's a really good point. Thank you very much for flagging. Yeah, thanks for sharing, Zeus. I wasn't aware of that and just had to quickly jump in while Hyperion was telling us about that. Pretty cool. Um, Only if it's in your wallet, though. I got the I got the shock of losing all my coin hole benefits when I put my P Lunar into Edge. Right, got you. And what can you do with it on Edge just now? So on Edge, you can. Uh, so they've opened up the ability to supply P Lunar. Uh, uh, as a as an asset that's then um, people are able to borrow P Luna. Um, the only kind of thing that we haven't added at this point is a collateral factor um, for P Luna. So you can't actually borrow against your P Luna, but you can you can supply it or you can borrow it if you're using other collateral. Um, the borrow rate is pretty low at the minute. Um, uh, I think it's like 0.2% or 0.4% or something to borrow P Luna and thus the uh, the supply rate is is pretty low as well however it's the uh, it's the first time I guess outside of like just uh, putting P Luna into an LP position that uh, P Luna becomes yield generating awesome thanks for that just just before um Hyperion came on the call um, Edwin was talking about how he and Jimmy had had a conversation about P Luna being used or usable to buy NFTs on one planet. Have you put out much information on that yet? Because I've not really heard heard a great deal yet. You need to join all the spaces that Jimmy joins and listen to him leaking alpha. Um, but yeah, I mean, like uh, I think we 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 telegraphed before the launch that we were um, working with uh, Galactic Punks on Jimmy's up on stage now as well. Um, they were working with Galactic Punks on a special edition um, Prism NFT for people who uh, took parts in various part of our parts of our uh, launch. Um, and yeah, we're. We're in the final stages of putting that whitelist together, um, sharing all the information with uh, one planet, and then those um, those NFTs will have like a very small mint fee in P Luna, like probably like either one or not point one P Luna, uh, and then they'll they'll only be tradable on one planet in 
uh, P lunar denomination. And then I guess the only other thing is that we're working to bring some 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 utility to those uh, to those NFTs on the protocol and just kind of bashing around ideas at the minute. But I think the general idea is that we'll have some sort of um, maybe amps assigned to the NFTs or maybe some sort of booster, amps booster um, that's attached to those. Awesome. That sounds pretty epic. Yeah, I love the idea of NFTs having some sort of functionality within the different DeFi Legos. So yeah, it sounds really exciting. Well, one thing I was just thinking about is because we've got the unlocks from the Prism Farm event happening tomorrow, does that mean if I stay up till midnight, I'll be able to claim or can you give us like a specific time when the unlocks are going to start? Yeah, so um, so the daily vest will be at um, midnight UTC. Right, so if I get my calculations correct, because I did get my UTC wrong this morning, if it's midnight UTC, that'll be 11 p.m. No, no, the other way around. The other way around. 1 a.m. our time. A wee ahead. Right, I've got it. I'm still getting it wrong. My God. Scotland's like, Scotland's a couple more hours ahead, isn't it? Oh, I don't, I don't know what's going on, but yeah, it's, it's all very confusing. I, I just think idea. about... Sorry. Come on in. I, I had an Seriously. idea. I was thinking about this and like, how, I mean, I don't want to phrase it exactly like how to prevent people from dumping on Prism, but how do we further incentivize people to keep locking more Prism? And I was thinking about dopamine receptor and I was thinking about gamification and what if your, the, your Prism is vesting, right? And you're going to activate your amps. What if you could... Uh, add an additional X prism into that amps activation where it would randomly allocate you either zero extra uh, amps or you would get like uh, an amps boost there. So it would encourage people to add more extra X prism while they're activating their amp and it would sort of like give you this lottery chance to boost your amps activated. Just an idea. I'm, a, I'm, all, for, uh, I'm all for a bit of uh, gamification and fun. I, th- I think I, I, hopefully, hopefully everyone's enjoying the confetti button on the, uh, on the activate amps. I mean, what we are going to do to incentivize people is, um, you know, I, I, there's actually, in, I, I guess there's a couple of things. Uh, Rebel, you mentioned at the start of the call, the, the ARB. So what we, ha- what we had built in, which I think is, you know, this is, this is very important for people to understand. There's something we put out from the main account early on is what we had built in is when you collect your vested prism tokens um, tomorrow, starting tomorrow for the people that have been in the farm since the start, you're going to have a button that says claim or claim and pledge are going to be two of the, two of the options that are available there. And claiming is just going to take your prism and put it into your wallet and claim and pledge is going to take your prism, stake it for X prism and drop it into the amps contract. We put that button in there because we wanted to make it um, really easy for people just to keep boosting their amps so that they kept getting that extra boost, you know, maximizing their extra boosted yield, not diluting themselves. But as it stands at the moment, um, X prism is actually trading at a really big discount to prism. So, um, you know, the the way to look at it is X prism, one, uh, one X prism should give you currently uh, 1.04 prism tokens every so if you went if you took a prism token x prism token and you unstaked it after 21 days it's going to give you 1.04 prism per x prism that you unstake 
Whereas actually at the moment, you're able to buy X Prism cheaper than Prism. So I think for people that are, um, you know, attuned to that ARB opportunity, when, when their tokens vest tomorrow, rather than pressing the claim and pledge button, it will make a lot more sense for them to just claim their Prism, um, swap that to X Prism on the AMM, and then uh, and they're going to get much more X Prism out of that as a result, like five to six percent X more X Prism, and then stake and then pledge that Prism into the AMPS contract. So that's one thing that I think is going to be um, you know interesting tomorrow to 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 see people see whether people do that. And then I also think you know in terms of the gamification incentivizing people to uh, make sure that they are amping and also to re- you know make sure we're continuing to reward the most loyal uh, X Prism holders. Currently, there were initially 130 million tokens, so 13% of the total supply was penciled in for Prism Farm, and 80% of that 130 million is going to uh, just the normal base yield, and 20% is going towards the AMPS boosted yield. We want to make sure that we you know, gave people an opportunity to join the farm who didn't join it initially, and they weren't too far behind on their AMPS. But uh, that 20%, we're expecting to increase uh, up to 50% over the, next, uh, you know, over the next few months. So that means that the people that uh, take, their ex- take their prism and pledge it and start earning more AMPS are going to get even further ahead than people that don't do that. So at the moment, it's 80-20. We're expecting that to go to 50-50, which is going to mean that the boosted uh, yield for the people that have AMPs is going to be significantly higher as a, as a proportion of the total yield when we go forward. So those are kind of like two, two interesting dynamics that I think people should keep in mind um, you know, as, we, as, as we start to see vesting. I love how you emphasize the word significantly. Um, yeah, I mean, going up to fifty percent sounds crazy. Do you envisage that being like jumping up to fifty in one kind of move, or kind of stepping up gradually? I, th- I think um, it'll be a it'll be a laddered step up uh, because we still there are still quite a lot of people that uh, we've obviously had ten thousand wallets refract Luna. Um, I think when we look at some of the other protocols launch events. We, we've seen up to um, 20, 25,000 wallets participate. So I think there's still a lot of people that, you know, have maybe thought refracting was a bit daunting, so haven't tried it out yet. So we don't want to shoot it up straight away. So, uh, you know, to make sure that they have the opportunity to get in and start farming some prism and start, you know, getting some amps as well. And so the, the, the thinking is that this will be a, a, a laddered or tiered approach. So maybe it would be like, say, 5% a month, for example, we, that, that would be increased. So that, that's, the, uh, that's the thinking behind it. And we're going to, you know, it's something that definitely will, will be interested to uh, hear community feedback on as well. Most definitely. We've got Sefi up with a question or comment. Over to you, sir. Hey, guys. Uh, I just tried this coin hall thing uh, first off to see, uh, you know, kind of look, you can actually, it's hard to tell what your subscription level is on CoinHall. Uh, you go to the subscribe page 
and it asks you to stake to subscribe, but doesn't tell you that you're already subscribed in a way. Like, but if you go to the contest page, which is next, and it talks about, um, like, let me hold on a second. Let me figure out where it shows this. Yeah, if you go to the My Tickets section of the concept, con, uh, contest page, it says subscription tier uh, below it, and you can kind of look up what you are. And there are several subscription tiers, intern, engineer, astronaut, moonwalker. So these are like uh, the levels based on how much P Luna that you have. But it's it could be made maybe a little bit more clear, I guess. Sefi, can not- you can you tell us what, uh, the Moonwalker redacted benefits are. <laughs> no, <laughs> the uh, I think it's because I took too much of my, my P Luna and I stuck in LP like you. <laughs> so I didn't. So yeah, I, I I can't see the Moonwalker redacted on here um, as a result of that. So so actually, Sefi, I know the way to do this. So if you um, where your wallet is in the top right of the screen, it uh-huh. a little. You can drop down and then it says my profile subscriptions. Oh, and then there you is. can see exactly like how much Boom. they're counting towards your uh, lunar state with um, Got it. with it's like one seventh. It's like one seventh of your of the total. Uh, P yeah, Luna, that's right. right. Uh, so, yeah, one seventh of your P Luna. Yeah, that's right. Okay, and uh, so anyway, that wasn't what I was going to ask you about. The um, uh, it can you envision maybe the idea that you could uh do. Uh, like based on how much X prism you had that you could do amps on the governance uh, tokens as well, so that you have a higher proportion of governance and um, maybe create like a, like take, for example, the Astroport situation that would give you an alternative strategy to maybe the um, retrograde monies attempt to uh create utility for the astro token uh so is that a theoretical possibility you could actually uh get an even better like governance or or do you think that's not a good thing <laughs> uh yeah i mean i it 100% i think it's a really interesting way of um and a much more capital efficient way potentially of people to amass governance power by buying a you know a a p governance asset rather than having to buy the whole governance asset itself so i think i think astro is a good example i think anchor is it you know is another great example if if we refract the anchor governance token then p ank will have uh, voting power over um over one whole you know one p ank will have voting power over one whole ank um and it's going to be you know for, for these protocols that want to build up voting power or want to bribe governance holders to you know um influence important decisions of how incentives or protocol tokens are distributed i think it's going to be a really exciting way for them to do that and definitely something definitely something we're pretty pumped to uh, pretty pumped to do and what we um you know we're actually going to try and make it hopefully people now have, have you know messed around with amps a bit and they're familiar with it and i think we're going to be trying to do this for uh other protocol tokens so you know i don't want to uh i don't want to alpha leak too much but you know when we do this for p luna i think we're going to be calling it pamps 
Um, and I think that's what we're going to. I think that's what we're going to try and do for um, for uh, for Hank as well. So like any, any, exactly any P token is going to get dropped into the Pamps vault, um, and and you're going to be able to use it to uh, to vote over those uh, to vote over those uh, the, the governance tokens. So yeah, so I. I I do think it's going to be a really interesting, really capital efficient way of. of um, I, I don't know if you need a program. button for that one. It's almost like maybe it's uh, it would just be time based, maybe, you know, because if you're trying to provide some holding power for the the P assets, as it were, um, then, you know, that would pretty much do the trick. And then, you know, like it, the amps accrue maybe just purely on time and they cap out at some level so that you don't like concentrate way too much power in a sense uh yeah exactly although sure. we, we'll find we'll we'll you're right we i don't think we'll need a button for it but we will um try and find a way to have confetti somewhere um i'm just not sure i, I just not sure I, we will need a button for it but there will be, be like a, shouldn't it be like a laser going into like a little prism or something <laughs> <laughs> i think so i think so I think uh, we need to onboard perhaps, you know, Larry's Steakhouse and he can have a little weekend project where he just standardizes all of these like vote escrow tokens that are coming down the line with not only Astroport, Anchor, but anyone else that's trying to do like these vote escrow, uh, vote escrow kind of tokens or like similar tokens to what we have for, um, what we've done with uh, XPRISM and AMPS. And once that's all standardized, like, you know, it would be amazing for us to be able to just quickly be able to refract all these different types of governance um, governance tokens and quickly give you, you know, essentially leveraged uh, governance power um, as well as being able to just get the yield from, you know, these, um, these governance tokens, these, you know, auto-compounding governance tokens. I think it should be interesting to see also um, what will happen with trading volume with the limit order system once you have that going, whether it's via coin hall or whether it's via prism. Because, like you said, the the P limit token um, is kind. It, it makes sense uh, besides the governance angle. It makes sense as a trading asset to just you know, like you said, range trade it or whatever. Um, and it should be, uh, like I might foresee, okay, like concurrently, you know, if P Luna's price is like $20, I might foresee like putting an order in for maybe like 15 bucks and then have another one that's, you know, on sale for 25 bucks. And then whichever way it goes, it doesn't matter. Cause I either get more P than a cheap or I can sell what I have for, you know, uh, in the green or whatever, but that might provide, um, an, an asset people want to hold uh, and could trade and they, people don't mind if they, uh, you know, in other words, <laughs> you typically want to trade assets that you don't mind being a bag holder in, and PLUN is sort of fine in this regard <laughs> in terms of its utility and uh, might be a nice little trading asset. And if there's more volume trading, then that should help uh, LP holders and X Prism holders as well. So, like more platforms to promote uh, trading would be very nice. In other words, I have another idea that kind of sparks off your original idea, Sefi, which was grid bots on Nexus. And then I was thinking, okay, 
what about if we leverage the coin hall validator thing to get less fees? And then somehow maybe Nexus would be interested in getting a bunch of P Luna and holding it. And then somehow through that, we could have an extra. Oh, yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, yeah, that can get the discount so you're not paying as much on the fees anymore, perhaps. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Interesting. Exactly, yeah. yeah. At the risk of things getting a bit too complicated and over my head, um, we've got a few more people up with questions. Um, you're my boy. Can we take your question? Yeah, uh, thanks, fellas. A, a quick question about uh, liquidity incentives. Uh, I think you'd reserve somewhere around 20%, if I'm not mistaken, uh, for potential like liquidity incentives. Uh, so far, at least, you know, the protocol's been super profitable and there's been enough liquidity on the Prism pairs for, I think, most of your users who are swapping. Have you thought much about, like, longer term, whether or not you'll, in fact, need to incentivize liquidity on the protocol and perhaps diverting some of that maybe to like to the back half of the um, prison farm or maybe burning them, et cetera. Any thoughts about what you've observed kind of the first two months and how it may or may not change your, your plan strategies for uh, LP incentives? Yeah, I think um, that's a really good question. So we had, um, we had quite a lot of seed liquidity for these initial pools and we were trying to work off getting liquidity high enough that people were able to make, you know, trades of a certain size below a certain amount of slippage. Um, and for us, you know, people are now able to make 100, 200K trades on, on the prison pool with less than, you know, one or 2% slippage, which I think is the, you know, was a target to kind of allow people to do those sort of larger trades while and we wanted to stagger liquidity so that we gave an opportunity for smaller people to participate where their trades weren't going to have significant slippage um, as opposed to whales who would be able to you know build up huge amounts of prism with zero slippage if we um, over incentivized or had too much had excess liquidity in those pools because really when you're when you're adding liquidity incentives to pools, any excess liquidity is really just for sporadic trading for whales and actually doesn't necessarily um, favor the individual users as much potentially. So we're starting off with, we're starting off with um, refracting Luna. And obviously we have lots of other exciting things on the roadmap that are going to require liquidity pools. Um, what we want to do is make sure that we have the firepower to make sure that liquidity incentives can be added when we need to uh, to those other pools if we do need to bootstrap enough liquidity for them and that'll be telegraphed well ahead of time to um, the community and and opened up for discussion to see to see what people think i think that um you know so we'll, so we'll be looking to do that i do also think there is the opportunity potentially we've seen now that you know Creating an event like Prism Farm has this flywheel effect for bootstrapping um, TVL to the protocol, and so we now have over five million lunar in the protocol because of uh, you know largely because of Prism Farm, and I think that 
potentially with liquidity incentives, yes, they could be directed towards Prison Farm. But I think something that might make more sense in, in the future is if, you know, say we ended up refracting um, ETH or SOL or, you know, say, uh, you know, some, some Astroport LP tokens, maybe there might make sense. The community might think it makes sense to create a farming event for those because ultimately, you know, we'll, what we really kind of want to solve for is trying to make sure that as much revenue flows back to X prism holders as possible. And so getting, you know, these high yielding assets like LP tokens um, or assets where there's a huge market cap like Luna can make a lot, can make a lot of sense. So making sure that we don't fire out liquidity incentives for just dilution's sake and making sure we're, you know, conservative with how we end up using them. Um, I think is I I think is going to be really important. But the thing is, we you know we're in a good. I, I feel like we're in a pretty good spot, and we have the firepower sh should we need it to make sure that we can bootstrap bootstrap TVL and bootstrap revenue for X Prism holders. And I think you know I think people have put some really interesting thoughts on that in um, in Discord as well. Um, you know when the Prism Forum goes live, we're looking for forward to more discussion on it, but. Those are kind of those are kind of my like summary thoughts on it. Thanks. Do you think we're still six plus months away from having some like governance proposal or some some ability to, um, I guess, for the community to kind of express input on some of the concepts you just discussed through um, you know through governance? I think I think through formal governance, I'd expect it to be. Um, less than that and i think in terms of community input i think we're going to uh we have the uh obviously the channels in discord but we're looking to formalize the way that community can provide input in a similar way to um other protocols have done with with forums with dedicated um channels and chats related to related to those specific subject matters so th that's what we're trying to do is like a formalize the way that people are uh, you know and, and, and make it much more targeted the way that people are able to provide opinions or contributions on those on those matters and then also yeah get, getting uh, getting governance live governance governance would have been live probably sooner but the addition of the amps contract um you know means that means that uh, we want to make sure that actually we start factoring in uh, your amps way into how much governance power you have so that loyal ampers are given a larger weighting over and a larger governance power over decisions for the protocol because they, you know, kind of by definition are the people that have shown the most support for the protocol and are taking a, a, a longer term view on the protocol. And as a result, it, it makes sense for them to have more voting power than someone who's, you know, just picked up some X-PRISM tokens or something. Awesome. Thanks for your questions. Um, just as something we could do in this Twitter space, completely unscientific, but assuming that most of us have joined the PRISM Farm event, and I can see Naller's got a question. We'll get him up in just a moment. Um, if we could react with an emoji, a purple heart, if you're going to be staking your PRISM into your AMPS vault, or maybe wave, if you're thinking of just dumping your prism. Screen recording here. Oh, you are, Ryan, yeah. I'm smashing that purple heart button. <laughs> um, that's kind of nice. 
Um, right, I'll just get Nala up with his question or comment. Yeah, no, uh, thank uh, I know, I know you have uh, Ryan and loading up those ready uh, for the amps button, so I know they must be really, really busy. Uh, but a couple of questions that I had, uh, I guess one kind of leads into the other. Uh, so I'll ask the first question. I... I'm sorry. Uh... SK, if you can just hold on for a moment, we'll get you up next. Yeah. Um, so I was just curious on yours and the team's overall view on incentives versus, you know, I guess locking or personally holding assets within the prison protocol. Because, you know, there's the one thing that I'm kind of hearing through the the incentives for holding the perpetuals, um, which, you know, is, is one way to do it. The other way is like to physically have prison hold the assets themselves to sort of keep it a hostage i'm just curious to hear your thoughts on that and what you guys are kind of decided internally as a team so far sorry can you can you um can you clarify how you how you mean exactly so so like one way you could incentivize capital to be within the ecosystem is provide incentives for people to hold one of the like either the p asset or the y asset right so if someone holds a p asset the corresponding y asset has to be uh, also in the protocol, right? So if you provide an incentive for someone to hold the P asset or like a bonus incentive to hold that, then it is harder for people to pull assets off of the ecosystem, right? Um, versus um, just providing, for example, like extra ex extra prism for people that are holding P, P assets or like the protocol themselves going out and buying like a hundred thousand P Luna, right? Um, you can sort of incentivize assets to stay within the platform in different ways. Uh, and I'm just curious on what the team's like outlook on the two of them. One's like the protocol holds it and protocol spends money to buy them up and lock them in the system. The other is incentivizing other people to hold it in the system. And I was curious on like those two and what you guys think. Yeah, I think um... I think I think it's a good question. I the way the way I guess uh, I, I personally think about it is what we what we're trying to do is create this cycle where you know P Luna and Y Luna as assets have more yield than Luna and more utility than Luna. And as a result of that, if they have more yield than Luna and they have more utility than Luna, then the sum of their values should be higher than Luna. In a, in a, in a world where there's no arbitrage, um, you would pay more for something with more yield and more utility that has the same underlying risks as you would pay for, um, than you would just pay for Luna itself. And if we, if we create that, then you have this, because of natural arbitrage, you have this system where naturally those two assets, the sum of those two assets wants to trade higher than the price of Luna. And so you have this constant arbitrage where it makes sense to take 100 UST, um, you know, buy Luna with it, use that to mint P and Y Luna and immediately sell that for more than 100 UST. And as a result of that, every time someone does that trade, more and more Luna gets locked in the vault which means more and more value gets, um, or more and more revenue gets generated for 
ex-prism holders. That's kind of what we what we're trying to create. I think that what you're talking about makes sense, like adding potentially incentives for um, P Luna or, or something like that. I think has to be weighed up against the dilutive benefits to X Prism holders to their revenue of, of of putting more Prism tokens into into supply. I think one thing that we're excited about with this uh, Pamps Vault we were talking about earlier on, where you're going to lock up your P Luna in a similar way to Amps um, to uh, you know earn Luna's uh, earn voting power over the Luna in the vault is it's going to be exciting because it's going to fulfill the dual purpose of um, adding extra utility for P Luna, which, you know, an extra utility can make, make something more valuable. And it's also going to take P Luna out of circulation, which is going to make an asset scarcer. So if you make something scarcer and you add more utility for it, um, that's going to hopefully, you know, fulfill some of the things I mentioned, I mentioned early on that, um, will then be supportive for this sum of of p plus y so def- definitely like always open to uh you know always thinking about whether incentives ca- can make sense but i think you know a, a strong focus from the team is trying to make sure that we're adding adding extra utility and trying to make sure that this the sum yield of all of them is is as high as possible without diluting uh revenues for x prism holder per x prism holder if I can, if I can add a few uh, comments here as well. So, um, you know, ultimately, you strip back um, as Mister Refractor was saying there, you strip back uh, Prism, and it's it's ultimately like a liquid staking platform that gives you these two different derivatives of of Luna. I think the P assets, particularly the perpetual P assets, are going to be like quite interesting um, in how they in how they play out in different types of assets. So obviously, you know, we've been talking a lot about P Luna specifically and, and the governance throughput, throughput rights that, that that will have, like obviously at uh, 5 million Luna in the vault, we're not, um, we're not going to be putting any pressure on any uh, Luna governance folks anytime soon. But if we could get that up to say, let's say 25, 30 million, where we're close to a, closer to a 10% staking governance that could uh, start to get really interesting and then you also think about like who are the parties that are incentivized to own uh, p assets to potentially like lock assets into the protocol so obviously prism them you know prism as a as an as a, as a protocol is interested in um in in locking up p assets because ultimately the the assets will be locked into the um into the protocol in perpetuity if if someone's unable to redeem equal parts p and y so you know whether there's a governance play at some point down the line where you know the the the, the protocol owners decide to make a a call to um purchase luna from the treasury if it hits a certain or p luna from the treasury if it hits a certain value i think you know that there may come a time that that that's an interesting play or you know other interested parties might be you know, for example, the lunar the lunar community pool itself uh, may decide that it might be a smart play to lock up, you know, to go and buy a, a million p lunar um, to lock up uh, a million lunar in staking in perpetuity, and then like the different uh, the different p assets are going to play out differently. So I, I'm I'm still trying to get my head around 
who on earth would want to own PLP tokens? Um, but I, I'm sure I'll, I'll get there with the guidance of uh, of uh, Mr. Refractor. But um, you know, I think we probably could could anticipate that a perpetual PLP token might trade at like you know quite a significant discount to the Y token, and then say, well, who's the who's the buyer of last resort for a PLP token? Well, it would be the Dex themselves. So in the case of Astroport. You know, I think it obviously would be extremely interesting for them to potentially purchase PLP tokens to lock liquidity into Astroport in perpetuity. Um, and then we move on to like the Terra governance tokens, for example. So, you know, the Ankh and the Astro wars that have been uh, kind of uh, raged and talked about uh, in the community over the last few months. You know, that's an, an interesting area where the the governance power is potentially going to be a lot more valuable uh, than than it is for 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 the for the terror ecosystem P Luna. So, you know, for example, like Anchor, um, where you know the uh, the yield on ANC tokens in governance staking is like pretty low, like eight percent or something. Whereas the uh, the governance rights are becoming increasingly valuable. Um, you know, I think it'd be very interesting to see how those how those trade off against each other. And obviously, you've got a different incentivized buyer for the for the P ANC, which would be uh, the 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 polychain. Um, or Arc who wants to try and push through a, through an anchor governance proposal, for example. So I think it's going to be different. Interesting how these different P tokens have got different uh, buyers of last, last resort to a certain extent. And I just want to add on this bit is that we might see like this same kind of um, you know play happen with other um, assets that we intend to refract, right? So. Right now, it makes a lot of sense, like you mentioned, for, say, the prison protocol itself to acquire or slowly purchase, you know, whatever um, component of Luna is cheaper, right? We can essentially lock in that Luna in the protocol and have protocol revenue in perpetuity. Um, and when you look at, you know, some of the other B assets that we plan on refracting, like uh, BE or B Adam, B Soul, and even the SAFX. Um, say Lido Finance is, you know, one of the infrastructure partners for Anchor, and they're incentivized to essentially have people use more BE, more Stank Luna, um, to the point where, hey, if they join and uh, create, like, community farm incentives, similar to how we have the prison farm, they could have, like, you know, say, like a Lido farm where you stake your uh, ETH or you, sorry, your, your YETH or other uh, yield components that they support. Um, and then now they're incentivized to essentially also hold this principal component and they can lock um, these, uh, their, their you know, liquid staking assets in perpetuity as well. So um, I think it's a, it'll be interesting to, to see how this plays out. But um, yeah, almost like the meta seems to be P represents like protocol token um, at the moment. Thanks, Jimmy. There seem to be some weird sounds coming down from somewhere, maybe through the ether. Um, <laughs> pumping iron. Um, yeah, we're coming up to the hour mark, but we've got a couple more um, requests to speak. So we should start with SK. SK, you're up. Hey guys, uh, thank you so much for the chance. I just had a, a probably a little bit of a clarification kind of a question. 
um, as and probably a little noob question. Um, so kindly bear with me there. So I understand up to I I understand the part where we pledge X Prism, and uh, that is like a requirement uh, in order to earn amps, and then there is the step where we activate amps in order to boost uh to get the boosted pool rewards right so i was actually wondering so when we activate these amps are we uh does that get us the apr on why on the y luna does that boost the y luna apr or does that uh, do something else if you um, if you have Y Luna in Prism Farm, so when you mm. click on the staking tab, you have two options. You have normal Y Luna staking, or you have the Prism Farm event. If you have Y Luna in the Prism Farm event, and you have amps, um, then you'll be receiving the the boosted yield in the Prism Farm event. So you want to make sure your your Y Luna is in the Prism Farm event and then activate your amps and you'll be getting the boosted yield okay got it so if i have uh, but also then if i have my y luna in the prism farm and the stake page it says you are actually swapping your luna yield which is i believe that's the y luna right in in exchange for the prism tokens so would that mean that if i if i put all my y luna in the prism farm does that mean i don't qualify for the airdrops and the luna staking rewards that i would I qualified for otherwise? Yeah, exactly. So you would. So your. Um, so if you were just doing normal Y Luna staking, you'd be getting eight and a half percent yield or something at the moment, and that's yeah. Um, and that's kind of uh, your normal Luna staking rewards and your airdrops. But if you're in the Prism Farm, you're you're foregoing your normal Luna staking rewards, and instead you're receiving a base APR of of twenty five percent. Plus a you know median boosted APR of of uh, of another twelve percent. So your your median person in the Prism Farm is receiving thirty five percent on their Y Luna instead of eight and a half percent. So uh, you're getting Prism tokens instead of airdrops and normal Y Luna staking rewards, and you're getting thirty five percent if you're the median um, staker rather than eight and a half percent. Okay, perfect. I got that's perfect. I got that. And one other question in the same line is, um, so uh, so I was reading through and I was able to understand the there's uh, a one million capacity for uh, Prism overall and one thirty million uh, uh, initially for the year, but for for amps, uh, so I noticed that it's like 0.5 amps per X Prism uh, per day. And up to a maximum of 200. Um, is there a supply cap for AMPs, or it's? I know it's not. It's not a tradable token. But is there uh, any kind of a supply cap or uh, something like that? Uh, I, I mean, obviously, each each X Prism uh, can earn uh, 0.5 amps a day up to the cap. So. The, the the cap is kind of based around uh, how much X prisms in total supply, but you but you'd never you'd never hit the supply cap unless every single X prism was locked because there'll always be more um, more prism entering supply 
um through the farming event or something or something like that so you you wouldn't hit a supply cap like that and it's not a as you say it's not a tradable uh cw20 token it is a uh it's a number stored on in the contract um to show how long that you've been uh, pledging your your x prism yeah so a, th a theoretical cap would be the market cap of um or the amount of X Prism that's uh, state um, times a hundred, which is the maximum amount of amps per uh, per X Prism. And uh, a live stats update: we're currently at six hundred and seventy-seven million amps in total in existence. Awesome! Thanks for your question, SK. And we've got a last question from Selenius. You there, hey, sir? Can, can you can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, we got you now. Right. Okay. So thanks, Rebel D5, for putting this on. And um, congratulations to the team for a great protocol. I'll probably say that every time I get up here because it's really good. Um, uh, and yeah, anyway, so I ha actually have tons of questions. So given the time, probably I won't get around to asking them all, but, um, you know, Rebel D5, tell me when to shut up if we, if we need to move on. Um, I'll ask a related question to what was just asked. And I... It's maybe a really silly question, but the question is in short, what exactly are AMPs? And by that, I mean, for example, are they associated with my address on the blockchain or are they sitting on some server somewhere, if that makes sense? They are, um, they're, they're, they're stored in your, effectively in your, uh, in your address on the blockchain. So it's it's a number that's stored that every time uh, that is basically just a reflection of how long you've had your X prism state. So it is not a token. It's not transferable. The only way that it, it theoretically you could get it into someone else's hands is by literally giving them your your seed phrase and your wallet address. Um, so so that's what it is. It is a number stored on the blockchain. Okay. Okay. Great. Um, very good. So so. Um, Second question. I remember, of course, when um, refraction started, uh, the price of the principal and the yield-bearing assets started, in the case of Luna, um, at 50-50. I mean, 50% of... Um, uh, uh, like, th they started basically with equal prices. So the ratio was one. Given the current situation with Luna, but also... The case, as was discussed earlier, where, for example, with something like X Astro, which you know I'm so excited to think about um, uh, refracting X Astro and and the, the, you know imagining the one imagines the huge tug of war between the people who want the yield and the people who want the governance power. It's super exciting. But you know, given as was just discussed, that in each case the value proposition for the P and the Y tokens is different. Do you think you will still start the price ratio at one to one um i don't know what what the thoughts are on something like that yeah i think the reason we did the reason we wanted to do 50 50 to start off with was um we just did, we just didn't want to skew the um we didn't want to skew it one way or another and, and influence influence people's decisions so uh so there were so um so basically, 
you know, we started off, we seeded it with a light, uh, I guess, a light bit of liquidity to start off with and obviously forewarn people that there could be lots of volatility in the interim. And uh, and I think when we go forward, we probably want to do something similar to let the market decide. doesn't necessarily mean the market's always right, but it's kind of interesting the way things have fallen. Um, do you guys want to sort of wrap up soon? Yeah, I mean, so thanks very questions. much for uh, thanks very much for for doing this. Yeah, happy happy to field some more. Okay, sure. Selenius, do you want to come back on that? Yeah. Thanks. Okay. Um. Very good. So, um, I I think I've understood correctly then that probably in the future you will also start at a one to one ratio. Is that? I, I think at least for me it cut out a little bit at the end. But was that the right idea? Essentially, the question Sorry. is. Yeah, sorry, can, can you sort of clarify that, please? I mean, for example, in the case of X-Astro, will P-X-Astro and Y-X-Astro begin trading at the same price? Um, I think, uh, honestly, like I think, I, th- I think we'll probably take community feedback for that and, and, then decide, and then decide at the time. I mean, obviously, depends on the yield, depends on, depends on how, how excited people are for the, um, for the, uh, PBX Astro token as it as it would be, and so yeah, I mean it's it, it's it's honestly it's tough to tell. Like in in the end, where the market starts off with only really matters for people that have a strong view and immediately want to trade off the trade off the back of it, and the market should normalize um, fairly fairly soon afterwards. So kind of seeding the initial liquidity only really matters for people that want to you know for for. For bots or people that want to instantly trade and uh, on those prices, maybe we can get uh, some amps, some or you know uh, amps folks to essentially vote on what they think the starting price should be on. Like if we see any of these like additional uh, any additional pools, we haven't really talked about it, you know, too much. But I think that might be an interesting bit to to like. Oh, if you really want to take advantage of this, you better have some amount of ex-prism and amps to essentially, you know, steer where things are seated from the treasury point of view. Okay, awesome. Um, so I also wanted to just check in on these uh, fixed-term assets. Um, I remember at some stage there was some discussion that it was difficult to incentivize um, liquidity for these things. Uh, is there any update on on that? Yeah, I mean, the... Um, so the actual, like, engineering for the assets... Uh, for assets with maturities isn't actually um, isn't actually too hard. The thing that uh, makes them exciting but more you know more complex is actually like how do you how do you trade and how do you make sure that you incentivize or, or there is enough liquidity for people. So that either requires a bespoke AMM um, because the normal XYK AMM doesn't work for. Asset for Y assets with maturities where at it at maturity their value is zero um, because otherwise that guarantees impermanent loss for for liquidity providers so it involves either a bespoke MAM formula or a um, or an order book and f- for us uh, these are both options that we that we're exploring and spending a lot of time on and you know an order book is an order book is going to be coming to terra fairly shortly um with vertex and so uh you know it's it's trying to make sure that we we're we're 
super excited to get maturities out there because you know i think there's lots of people that want to be able to sell a year's worth of lunar yield or you know two years worth of their AUST yield or whatever or whatever it is and so you know the the exciting thing is like once we see how an order book performs on terra then we're going to be in a great position to work out whether it you know these things should be on an amm or they should be on an order book Awesome. Thanks for your questions, Selenius. We've got a couple more questions, and then I think we should maybe wrap this thing up. So, Nalar, you're back in. Perfect. Thank you. No, I'm really happy to hear about the PAMPS locker. Um, I was having similar thoughts. I think I posted in Discord. I'm really happy something like this happening. Um, follow up on that for the uh, wild, uh, PAMPS current farm. Uh, is there a plan or uh, decision made on what's going to be doing what's going to be done with the accumulated y luna mp luna or are you guys going to keep on staking that yeah i think i think at the moment it's um obviously when we start refracting lp tokens um as we said before like we want to make sure that we don't use liquidity incentives where they aren't necessary so having this um sort of war chest to allow us to provide liquidity and um, you know, all the other sort of bits and pieces that go along with uh, with managing a protocol, I think is going to give us a, a good, you know, good flexibility that means we don't necessarily have to have as high liquidity incentives or be as dilutive as, as maybe other protocols that, uh, that haven't had that. So, it, it, you know, it's very similar to a, the, the farm is very similar to a uh, pylon pool or, or, or something like that. So, it's, de- it's definitely stuff that's being considered. So no, no finalized game plan yet is what I'm taking from. No, I think I think I think we want to uh, once we once we launch these other assets, so refracted LP tokens, refracted governance tokens, um, et cetera, et cetera. Then then you know then we can start looking at um, the bootstrapping of liquidity and and how that's best done um, amongst amongst other things. But yeah, nothing nothing. Uh, finalized at the moment. Always open to suggestions. Perfect. If it's okay, awesome. can I ask more, or is, is someone else coming up? We've got Zeus up with one more. Is you one? Do you reckon it's a quick one? It's a really quick one. Uh, actually, you can probably answer it in like one word. Uh, is there any scenario where our perp tokens will ever uh, yield less than one vote on the the token? Uh, or like whatever proposal is there. How do you mean in terms of um, in terms of would P Luna have uh, the weight of less than one Luna, for example? Is that what you're asking in terms of That's government correct. voting? That's correct. Yeah, I mean, if we do it, honestly, if we do uh, if we do this pamps if we do this pamps uh, contract, which we're which we're excited to do, your uh, your voting power is going to be determined by your PAMPs. So, you, you know, the same way that it would be with uh, X Prism and AMPs, it'll be the same as, it'll be the same as PAMPs. So theoretically, you know, if, if you just put a P Lunar into the PAMPs vault and you don't have any PAMPs, um, then you'll have less voting power than someone who has put one P Lunar in, but has been, uh, you know, PAMPing for a month or two. Um, so... That's that's how your weight of your voting power but, is going to be but, decided. But I think it's I think it's good to clarify that if so, I mean, like 
in this example, the <coughs> I can't say the, the people in the pants vault um, will essentially have like leveraged governance power over those that don't participate at all. So even if you so say you wanted to participate in the governance vote, you could lock your P Lunar in. That'd be worth. I think the one P Luna, but the the folks who'd been accumulating the pamps would have a higher uh, say over the over the rest of the P Luna that doesn't vote. If that makes sense. Yeah, Sweet. I think that that has to be a, a basic thing that has to be maintained. I think I agree with you on like the the extra votes that are not accounted for can be distributed however you want, but I think it's fundamental that one P Luna has to at least equal one vote. If that makes sense. Awesome. Thank you for the contribution. So what, what you're saying there, Ryan, is we have to pam. Is that? That's what I heard. That's what I heard. <laughs> loving it. Loving it. Right. Final comment then from Zeus, and then we can ask the team for their sort of final comments regarding the prison farm. Zeus. Hey, hey gents. So I'll keep it quick. I just have some sort of left field uh, observations. Win Akash Network. What, what about the last mile decentralization for the platform? Uh, now with Evmos VM coming, this interchain wallet, is there a world where we're taking Osmo and getting YNP Osmo now that the interchain and Columbus upgrade is coming to Atom, uh, sorry, to Cosmos IBC as a, as a whole, uh, sort of on the infra more dev side, is that a world that we see ourselves coming to or is it more we're going to be isolated here longer? Is there some sort of something in the works between Cosmos IBC devs and um, any, any insight on that? Yeah, I mean... It- Early days, because obviously there's uh, a lot of a lot of wood to chop on Terra, but we are having conversations with uh, not only other Cosmos zones, uh, but also um, EVM chains as well. So definitely, definitely something on our roadmap that we we want we want Prism to be cross chain and and cross IBC. So you know, ref- refracting if refracting of Astroport LP tokens is a big success, then there's a huge amount of TVL in osmosis and it definitely would make sense to do that. You know, whether there's something that we could also do with Thorchain once they get uh, IBC enabled or, you know, any other, any other Cosmos zone, I think is, you know, for, for people that have used IBC transfers now and, and can see how easy it is. I think there's a lot to do with Cosmos and then definitely, yeah, I think getting uh, on board with an EVM chain could be could be huge for the protocol. So definitely things we want to focus on. Lastly, uh, my understanding isn't so great about Thorchain, but my, it's basically a Cosmos chain. Um, maybe somebody could correct me there if I'm wrong. If so, is there a world where we're seeing YNP Rune? That's really all I have for now, Jens. Thanks for having me, by the way. No worries at all. And uh, and and yes and uh, yes and yes to your your two questions. Absolutely fantastic news. Thank thank you all. <laughs> Thanks for all the questions, guys. Thanks for all the contributions. Um, anyone from the Prism team like to just share some final thoughts regarding the Prism farm and our tokens that are going to start unlocking from tomorrow? I, I can I can go, and then uh, obviously I'm, I'm sure Jimmy and Ryan have some stuff as well. I think I think overall, I think you know, uh, it's going to be great to see because obviously it's going to be great to see what happens now because it's almost kind of win win because. If people want to buy more Y Luna and, you know, ultimately that pushes up the price of Y Luna and you're going to start getting, seeing more and more Luna get put in the vault as a result of that, because there's going to be that ARB I spoke about earlier on where um, if 
people push up the price of Y Luna, then people are going to be able to take their 100 UST, you know, buy a Luna, mint P Luna and Y Luna, and then sell that. And it's just going to lock more and more Y Luna, uh, Luna into the vault. And, you know, I think, I think definitely if, if people are ex Prism holders, I think, you know, we've obviously had uh, 10,000 people in the, in the vault now. Hopefully, all of those that weren't already will, or as many of those as possible, will want to become uh, Ampors. And yeah, just really excited to uh, see how it goes and keep getting feedback from the community, which has uh, been really helpful for us as a team so far. And hopefully, hopefully we can start getting more and more of these network effects where more people are, you know, happy to try out with a tiny bit of Prism, a tiny bit of Luna, and see what refracting is all about. And ultimately, if if you know if we're all ex Prism holders, then the protocol benefits from more and more TVL going into the vault. So, yeah, hopefully uh, appreciate you putting on the space, and hopefully that's uh, hopefully I think the you know watershed moment tomorrow is is going to be fun for people to watch, and uh, there's going to be a lot of uh, a lot of trading activity and a lot of stuff going on. Exciting times over at Prism Protocol, Jimmy. Hey guys, are you pumping? Uh, <laughs> oh, you know it. Pamping on testnet. Uh, so yeah, I want to say um, we made a couple of uh, additions onto the front end to kind of help people get an idea where they stand in regards to uh, other folks in the prison farm right now. So I know like there's been, I get a lot of questions about, you know, the perfect Wailuna uh, X prism uh, amps ratio and honestly it's really hard to say um, but one of the health indicators that we've just added um, to the prism farm stake page is now you'll see um, the median uh, boost that everyone is getting and the median total APR everyone is getting so it's a quick indicator to see if oh if you're you know kind of behind the curve are you are you being diluted or are you way ahead of the curve and you're the one diluting everyone else um, I think it'll be uh, good to keep an eye on that uh, in the coming days as um, more and more PRISM is being released from the PRISM farm. Um, it, for, for myself, I'm, I'm definitely going to be uh, watching for that ARB ratio that um, Hyperion was mentioning earlier here. Um, and then the other thing that I wanted to add is that uh, we've just started up the um, forums for some of the governance and just general more long form discussions that you know might might not make sense to have on telegram or have on discord um keep an eye out uh, i'll be posting a link and and sharing that a bit here um today on our discussion and ideas around um, changing the boost ratio um happy to get everyone's feedback on that and of course like you know the space that we're in right now there's a lot of um yeah, a lot, a lot of areas to play, a lot of token story fracked. So I welcome folks who have some um, ideas that they want to share with the community and get some more, um, I guess, in-depth discussion to um, make a proposal or make a topic on the forums and we'll join you there. And uh, yeah, have a lot of fun scheming on what to do next. Cool. Sounds exciting. Right. Yeah, and I'll, I'll just add the admin at the end. Um, so... Like it's been really cool to see the community as a whole go from like really confused to like learning and understanding the protocol a lot more. Uh, you know, part of that's thanks to you guys at Orbital who've been putting a lot of content out, the likes of Sefi and Danku. So, you know, thank you to to all you guys and 
Um, you know, I hope and, and I'm really happy to see the, the the community getting their heads around it after a bit of a kind of bumpy and confused start. Um, that said, uh, I think there'll probably be people in the spaces who are still a little confused and trying to get their heads around things. So as always, um, head over to the Prism uh, Twitter account. We've got a link through to a Notion page, which is a nice arrangement of all uh, our video appearances, podcasts, uh, community threads, as well as articles. So a great resource um, if you're trying to get your head around Prism and you like different ways of learning. There's 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 lots of ways to uh, get stuck in, and then uh, and then also as always. Um, you know, please do if you're if you're struggling with anything, come through to us on the social channels, whether that be Telegram, Discord, or or dropping us a DM. Awesome, thanks very much. I'm just having a quick look at that page Jimmy mentioned on the stake page, the new update. I think that's looking really nice. And just checking my numbers, I'm officially a dilutor. So quite happy about that. You've been you've been showing off your fifty percent all week, so. Uh... It's just dropped yeah. below, just just dropped below. So there's no way that I'm going to be selling my um, prism. Well, I actually, I am going to be selling my prism. I'm going to sell my prism for X prism. That's what I'm going to be doing tomorrow. Well played. Um, nice. So yeah, thanks everyone for being here. Prism team, Sefi, everyone else who asked the question. It's been educational. Um, yeah, thank you very much. Let's cut this. And oh, and also, thanks, I always keep uh, keep forgetting to thank Finn as well. Thanks for recording it. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was Prism Updates and AMA hosted by Orbital Command, recorded on Wednesday, April 6th, 2022. This episode of The Ether was brought to you by Glow Yield. Glow Yield is the ecosystem of Terra decentralized apps like Lotto and Creators, all powered by DeFi Yields. Glow Creators helps artists and influencers give their fans exclusive perks through membership, NFTs, and more. Glow Lotto is a prize link savings account with a weekly chance to win the big jackpot. Tickets are free and perpetual, which means there's zero chance to lose money. Be sure to follow Glow Yield on Twitter and join the Discord community to stay up to date with all the glowing projects and check them out online at glowyield.com. This episode of the Ether was also brought to you by Talus. Talus Protocol is the NFT platform for independent artists on Terra. Talus helps to provide artists with the tools and resources needed to transition from traditional art into the NFT world. With their V1 launch coming soon, Talus will be the place to see real-world art reflected on Terra. Be sure to join their Telegram and follow Talus on Twitter for updates on their roadmap, validator, and other Talus news. Find your next favorite artist on talus.art. TerraSpaces appreciates the support from all our sponsors. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. Rolling down the street in my 6 foe. I never had a 6 foe. A kid can wish though. I snapped the wishbone and grabbed a fistful. Chilling with the dopey, this a weed is all I wish for. I'm feeling blissful. I got a missus. My ginger always down to ride no matter what the mission. I'm singing this song. Got a couple albums out. We do alright, but it ain't really shit to write home about. Like to feed the fishbowl. Keep my stories mystical. I like my beats. Boom, bap and rap to be lyrical. I'm feeling cynical. Craving a little ritual. Save my place in line while I try to find a miracle. I keep looking and looking and looking, but never find nothing. We've been lied to, thinking this surprise under super secret lies. Motherfucker sneak inside, going dark. Now believe me when I say this shit is do or die. Going dark. Now believe me when I say this shit is do or die. Going dark. Now believe me when I say this shit is do or die.
inches Trying to stay offensive Trespassing here like this land looks expensive Ain't no time like the present Trying to stake a claim Just make sure your claim stays away from all these other claims We're almost kinda running out of land here Living in the day of the dead and it's damn weird Same teams y'all, we just trying to get a bite to eat A little rest saved up, waiting for my time to sleep Head down, middle fingers up, yo I'm wide awake Never hesitate to stay about a hundred miles away Seven times in space, while the wrecking ball the place I expect you all to play, running marathons today When the sick get sicker and the rich get richer It might be about time to rearrange our dinner Fix the system, the shit it's all nixed Waking up early gonna suck today's Going dark now, believe me when I say the shit is do or die Going dark now, believe me when I say the shit is do or die take care of Angela, man. He's, he's great. He's a wonderful lab partner, so it's gonna be cool. We'll keep an eye on her. Why don't you go fuck yourself, you weird little prick? I'm a teacher, okay? You can't talk to me like that, guy. I'm not a student, so I can say whatever the fuck I want. Ten spaces.